0: Today is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. This is QuickStar from CBN News. I'm Dan Andros. A bad week for Big Pharma. We'll have that top story and more on today's podcast, where we bring you news from a Christian perspective. Go ahead and give us a rating. Share it with a friend, all that good stuff. Help get some Christian perspective out there in a secular news world and let's get through that news of the cray together it is a wild wild news world out there you need a little help sometimes getting through it and helping me as always Trey Phillips Phillips Billy Hallowell from CBN's Faith Wire Happy uh, hump day, guys. We're halfway home.
1: We're
2: helpers. We're helpers. We help get everybody to <laughs> the end of yes. the
1: week. Well, you said wild, wild. I figured you were going to say wild, wild Wednesday because that's what it is. <laughs>
0: I didn't go for the alliteration yeah, mini there.
2: Monday. But. Mini Monday is past us.
0: But I'm looking forward to the stories you guys have in coming up we where, uh, man, a a mom faced with a tough decision after finding something very disturbing in her son's room. Does she turn him into police or not? We'll cover that one. And also a secular society ruining boys. So... Good conversations there, and also on the main thing coming up in a little bit. As I said, a rough few days for big pharma. First, a big study came out of London, which purports to find that, no, there's no medical evidence for chemical imbalances, but now there's an Alzheimer's study out there that also calls into question some past research. Laurie Johnson will be here to break it all down for us, but first, we're going to go through some of the big headlines of the day, and despite trying to take credit for a slow drip of gas prices you know, declining, going down a little bit by bit, there's no avoiding the fact that they're still sky high, 432 national average. But yesterday, the Biden administration, they announced they'll be issuing a notice to sell 20 million more barrels of oil from the Strategic Reserve. And they continue to claim that it's Putin's price hike. But Republicans have criticized that and criticized Biden for tapping into the reserves yet again. This all comes as Russia's state-owned gas company said it would cut oil flows through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to Germany in half to just 20% of its capacity. People are really worried. They're wondering if Europe is going to have enough gas to even get through the winter, calling it, quote, uncharted territory. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. Plus, wildfires continue to rage as the heat wave across America continues. 5.6 million acres so far in the U.S. have been charred. And the Biden administration is responding. They said they're going to plant one billion trees, a billion trees. I don't even know how you start to do that. But that's that's a lot of trees. But they're trying to replace uh, what's been charred. The war in Ukraine that continues to march on as well. It started way back in February. And CBN's Operation Blessing and Orphan's Promise, they have been helping Ukrainians since the beginning. And they've gotten a lot of help, including from some unlikely sources Here's an interview with a Russian volunteer who's helping Ukrainians, check it out. God loves every single person and especially the poor. So my heart is uh, after those people who are experiencing grief, experiencing pain and uh, to help them in any way possible but also to introduce to them uh, the good news, the things that can really change their lives. So that's actually a Russian professional tennis player who I was helping out with Orphan's Promise there at CBN. Great story. You can check it out. And other headlines that are going on today at CBNnews.com. Well, what would you do if you found in your teenager's journal a plan to kill not only you, but shoot up their school? Well, that exact thing happened to a mother recently. And Billy, this is a heartbreaking but yet a critical story given the incidents we're seeing all around the country these days.
2: Yeah, you know, this is a mother from Washington State named Nicole Schubert, and she faced really a nightmare. This is a parent's worst nightmare. In 2019, she says she discovered some troubling writings in her son's journal. You know, and and she talked about this in an interview with Good Morning America that a parent's first reaction is to protect their kids, right? Yeah. To shield their children. And in this case, what she found in this journal was basically a story, and it it was called a horrific killing spree, um, describing a murder at the child's home, and he was a 17-year-old at the time in 2019, and that murder of his mother would sort of start the way that this story was going to go, and it would end at his high school, and so she's reading this very detailed account, and she had within a few hours to make a decision: was she going to confront her son and try to keep it private? Was she going to ignore it, or was she going to take action? And she called the police and reported it and turned her own son in.
0: He's not in jail now, and I mean, there's just so many things you have to consider going into. Is he is he really going to do it? Do you turn your son in, not really knowing what they meant by all of that? But kudos to this mom for having the courage to do that because
2: she probably very likely saved lives. She said that the son, just to throw another detail in here to to be fair on this, the son maintains even today that it was just a story, but she said it was very detailed and she does believe that she made the right call and that she did save lives Hmm. by turning him in.
1: I cannot but think that as a parent, there's no real win here, you know, like as far as an easy decision, there's not really an easy decision to be made here. So um, the fact that she could have saved lives and she, she likely did uh, p- save lives if, if he, what he wrote was any indication of what was to come. Uh, Cause it's easy to say it in retrospect now for him uh, to say that it was just something that I wrote and there was never any intention behind right. it. There's criticism that can be made in both directions, but she made a really tough call uh, and kudos to her for, for doing that and still trying to maintain a relationship. Cause that's, I can't imagine that's yeah. got to be incredibly tough.
0: You think about all these shootings that are going on and a lot of times it's because parents aren't really engaged. I mean it's not ultimately it's the person's fault of course, but as parents this is a great reminder for us to be really engaged with our kids, know what they're doing, get involved in their lives and also point them to the hope of the gospel because when you have the hope of the gospel in here it changes hearts and it leads people in, a, in into a better place and so I think it's a good reminder for us hey, this mom was engaged. She saw what was going on and she was able to identify them. She just didn't care and let the kids sit in the room. You know, who knows what would happen?
2: Well, she said, stay in your kid's business. She had advice for other parents. She's like, as parents, it's our job to know, this is a quote from her, what our kids are doing, just be aware and watch for signs. And so obviously she's crying throughout this interview. It was difficult. Her son even said, if you do this interview, I'm not going to talk to you for a long time. Mm. Um, So This is, it's hard for her to continue speaking out on it, but I loved what she said to other parents.
0: Yeah. Important story. Critical. I think given today, all the violence we're seeing. So appreciate you breaking that one down, Billy. And uh, kind of on a related note, Trey, is secular society harming our young boys before they grow into teenage years and adulthood? Well, Jordan Peterson had some thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. So Jordan Peterson obviously kind of has, has become this juggernaut uh, clinical psychologist over the last uh, several years he actually spoke directly to churches saying that believers have, quote, a holy duty to address this issue in society. And particularly, like you said, when it comes to secular society, harming boys. It's interesting that he's specifically, like I said, speaking to the church. He said, when they are children, boys are hectored for their toy preferences, which often include toy weapons, such as guns, and their more boisterous playing style, as boys require active, rough, and tumble play. He said, when in grade school, boys are admonished, shamed, and controlled in a very similar manner by those who think that play is unnecessary, particularly if it's competitive, and who value instead a docile, harmless obedience above all. So that kind of thinking, the the everyone is a winner no matter what your level of effort uh, kind of mentality, uh, Peterson said that's an extremely damaging ideology to have. And he then urged churches to remind young men that they have purpose in this life. He said they should be encouraged to find wives as they get older, to eventually nurture a family, and of course to pursue a career. Uh, so it's, just, it's interesting comments coming from Peterson uh, and specifically directing it to churches. He's not a Christian himself, but he's been pretty open about his openness to Christianity. And his daughter, as we've covered at CBN News, Michaela, uh, she is a Christian. She recently kind of went through a public conversion to Christianity.
0: A couple interesting dynamics here one on Peterson h- himself and then on two what he's saying about our society's boys and how you know we're suppressing some of these god-given traits in boys but then on him not being a christian yet and then pointing to christianity i think we've documented some of jordan peterson's comments on christianity and the bible being true and if it's true it's really true it's the ultimate truth and so it seems like he's really close to making that leap of faith but he hasn't quite done it yet so where do you guys see what he's talking about playing out the most in society right now
1: I think Peterson is on the right track in that he's addressing the church and he's saying that the church has a kind of a responsibility to step up and to tell uh, boys who are transitioning into adulthood, this is how you ought to live. This Mm. is how you'll be the most successful. But I think where he falls short, and this is probably because, or it's certainly because he's not necessarily a believer, at least not that we know uh, yet, is because uh, he's missing that gospel point, right? That should be the motivator. The reason that we act like men and we act like women and we uh, we live out those roles is because it's been modeled for us in scripture uh, and we're doing it out of obedience because of the grace of christ through the gospel so i think that's the final step that he's kind of missing <laughs> but i think if you if you have that then all the rest actually makes a whole lot of sense
0: yeah he's so close he's stepping all around it and um, we'll see we'll see if he takes that final step but guys appreciate you bringing those stories today and It has been a rough few days for Big Pharma. Talked about that London study on chemical imbalances and antidepressants. And now there's some more news on Alzheimer's, including one study getting torn apart. Well, CBN's health reporter, Lori Johnson, stopped by to break it all down for us on today's main thing.
1: There's a new bombshell report out calling into question the veracity of a years-old study built around a key finding, that Alzheimer's is tied directly to the buildup of a particular kind of plaque in the brain. CBN News' medical reporter, Lori Johnson, joins us to dissect the story. Over the years, billions of government and pharmaceutical dollars have been poured into treating Alzheimer's based on that 2006 research we're now learning might have been falsified to support a particular theory. It's been long believed that Alzheimer's is primarily caused by a buildup of plaque in the brain. New data though, Lori, is calling that into question. Can you just tell us a little bit about that?
3: This was a two thousand six study done at the University of Minnesota by a Sylvian Lesney, who is a neuroscientist. And uh, the University of Minnesota is not commenting at this time, so they're not saying admitting guilt, and uh, neither is this Sylvian Lesney. But it looks pretty obvious that it was falsified. So what the what the research showed was that this certain type of protein called, called amyloid protein causes Alzheimer's. That was the conclusion of this study that is now being uh, said is now false, that amyloid plaque causes Alzheimer's. And as a result, some uh, drugs have been formulated to target amyloid protein to try to get rid of Alzheimer's. One was actually uh, confirmed by the FDA last year, But it really doesn't work very well, and because of that, Medicare does not cover it. So Medicare does not pay for the use of this one new drug, it's called Aduhelm, that targets amyloid plaque. So the drug doesn't really work. You know, the big question is, does amyloid plaque, does amyloid protein does that cause Alzheimer's? Now, this particular research was not the only research that was done. There has been a lot of other research that has not been charged as being false so that may may be very legitimate that also kind of points to amyloid plaque causing alzheimer's but for years for many years a lot of this has been a, a big topic of debate within the alzheimer's community and i've actually done a lot of stories with other doctors who say no 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 amyloid plaque does not cause alzheimer's and so this is actually not something that's you know everybody agrees about. Some of the doctors that I've interviewed say We've done lots of research. I know this one doctor, his name is Dr. Dale Bredesen. And people who are interested in this can go to our website, cbnnews.com, and look for Dr. Dale Bredesen or Alzheimer's or my name or all of the above. And his research and lots of other Alzheimer's experts have discovered that actually Alzheimer's is caused by lots of different things, kind of like heart disease. You can't say, oh, heart disease is only caused by smoking. No, it's caused by a lot of different things. And that's really the latest Alzheimer's research is that lots of different things cause Alzheimer's and they have actually identified 30 plus contributors to Alzheimer's and list them and you can actually be tested for them and start making changes. So this really seems to be a lot You know, the focus of really where a lot of Alzheimer's patients are actually being helped is by looking at these causes and addressing them on your own, in your own life personally, one by one.
1: So I want to ask with that in mind, with the the, maybe the amyloid protein is, like you said, is not causal, uh, but it's just a result of. Alzheimer's. If that's the case, uh, and we've poured billions of dollars into developing drugs, and government grants have been given uh, into developing drugs that target these proteins, if that's not helping, uh, if that's not doing anything, what are the consequences here, particularly when it comes to medication development? And what about people who have been on these medications now for years?
3: Well, people who have been on these medications now for years already know they don't work. There isn't any doctor alive who says the Alzheimer's medications work. They don't work. And so the reason pharmaceutical companies and the government is pouring billions and billions of dollars into this is because they're looking for a drug that will work. The Alzheimer's situation is just only getting worse as baby boomers age. We have got to find an answer to the Alzheimer's situation. Pouring money into trying to find a cure into Alzheimer's, I think everyone agrees, is a worthwhile effort. A lot of the doctors, like the... some of the doctors that I've interviewed say, you know what? It's not going to be a tr- right now. It's it doesn't look like it's going to be a pill or a an a, one infusion that's going to cure Alzheimer's. Right now, the best hope for Alzheimer's patients is to. Modify your behavior. In other words, we have figured out at least a lot of the, uh, you know, about half of the Alzheimer's community has agrees uh, on the causes of Alzheimer's. So if you know the causes of Alzheimer's and you are at risk, meaning if you have the APOE4 gene or even worse, if you have two of them. Then you are at high risk of developing Alzheimer's, or you can just look at your family tree. If you have a lot of Alzheimer's in your family, then probably you have a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's. If you know the type of things that causes Alzheimer's, you can modify your behavior. And just like with heart disease, you know, if you know that smoking and eating a lot of cholesterol and having a sedentary lifestyle and you know, have breathing a lot of air if you know all those things causes heart disease then one way to prevent heart disease is to not do those things.
1: Yeah, you know, I think you're exactly right as far as everybody being on board about this being a worthwhile endeavor, right, to find a solution to Alzheimer's, because we do all have loved ones, family members, friends, uh, who have been diagnosed and who are fighting this. But I want to ask you as we round out the conversation, uh, a larger, broader question. So because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the way it was handled by public health officials, politicians, there's already a great deal of mistrust right, between the public uh, and also uh, medical experts. I'm particularly thinking about public health experts. And I wonder if this kind of finding uh, about this 2006 study, could it potentially further erode that lack of trust that already exists?
3: Well, I feel like people, the, the, the lack of trust varies from person to person. So a person who thinks that overall, uh, in the United States, we have the best medical care ever known in the history of man, now or ever before. So some people look at it and say, yes, there are faults within our medical society, but uh, if you're looking for the best medical care ever in the world, It's in America right now. The amount of Alzheimer's research that is being done by good and noble scientists is vast. This is one person who did one research that was fraudulent, perhaps. It hasn't been proven, um, but it has been alleged um, but that doesn't mean that everyone who's ever done Alzheimer's research is a liar
1: yeah absolutely and I think that's a that's a good point to make because uh, there are going to be bad actors in in every field uh, everywhere as Christians we know that because there's there's sin in the world right so uh, I think I think that's a good point to make and also to remember that these uh, these medical experts are practicing medicine just like you practice law uh, you're kind of learning along the way uh, and you're you're figuring it out uh, and and they just have Happen to be figuring it out uh, with the eye of the world uh, watching them. Uh, so, uh, you know, Lori, thank you so much for taking a few minutes and breaking this issue down for us because I know so many people will be concerned uh, and interested in, in this latest Alzheimer's research development. To learn more about Alzheimer's and to read Lori Johnson's reporting, head over to CBNnews.com. All
0: right, Trey and Lori, thank you so much for that discussion and for that information. And that leaves us with time for one last thing today, guys. And Billy, we've got someone who encountered a little boy drowning in a New York City pool. And honestly, this is my worst nightmare with kids in pools. What happened here?
2: Yeah, this guy, Anthony Torres, was enjoying the pool. It was a real hot day. Lots of people there in Brooklyn at this public pool. And this five-year-old boy, he saw him just face down in the fetal position in the water, unresponsive, and just immediately jumped into action. The lifeguards apparently didn't see it, pulled the kid out. Lifeguards gave him um, CPR. And luckily, the kid is going to be okay. Um, But this guy's deeply affected by it. He's a hero. Everyone's praising him. But he's crying while he's talking about this incident. It really... Mm. um shook him up but thank God he was there.
1: Perfect timing once again that you know God provided exactly what that little boy needed in the right moment. Yeah.
0: And when you're talking about him being emotional about it, I mean it just when you see God's people that he is made in his image in a near death state, it's traumatizing. It is traumatizing because we are all made in his image. So as you said, praise God that this one worked out for the better. So all right, that is all the time we have for this episode of the quick start podcast as always lord willing and that creek don't rise we'll be back tomorrow with more god bless